hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Ooh. Yeah. Hey. Um, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I've had I've had like not even half a glass of wine and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i was like what's next um make sure that you leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts and spotify and use the hashtag injected podcast on twitter um and i guess intros my name's diana i'm alexandra hi everyone hey how's everyone doing this week good good i've got into a habit of drinking red wine and it's actually really unattractive like uh, it's like, a I, habit when not, you say not, habit like how often nah. are we talking I don't know if this is bad I don't think it is bad my family at home never really drink unless they're drinking for a purpose or drinking like in the yeah. sun but like me it's like maybe like twice a week after work I'll have a glass of red wine it's is not that bad like, is it is that like after work at home or after work as in when you're with work at home if I've worked from okay. home and I'm like, oh, like, let me just watch something and then have a glass of wine. I don't think it's bad because I'm not addicted. Um, well, okay. Can I, before before I mm. answer. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a bad answer though. But can I ask, you know, like when you go to the doctors and they ask, do you drink and do you smoke? Yeah. And then, and then they ask, okay, do you drink? And you say, yeah, I drink. And they're like, oh, how often? And mm. So would you tell them twice a week? maybe yeah yeah probably okay because like okay besides i'd probably say more at the moment i feel like summer i'm drinking a lot like <laughs> yeah, but drinking like, like four it, days. it needs to be like on average though on average on average i like, probably yeah two well, i don't know do i drink yeah i do drink drink probably two or three times a week but i don't get drunk i'm not i'm not okay i'm not getting smashed off one yeah. glass of wine Okay, I get you. I get you. Because I, I don't think it's bad. Because when it comes to like medical, um, two to three times a week is a normal average where it's not like you're going mm. overboard. Um, so I don't think it's bad. I tend to... I So basically, there was a time when like I used to have red wine in my house. Mm. But usually it was like on weekends when whoever I was dating at the moment would come around and we'd mm. have a glass of red wine, whatever, um, while we're chilling and watching films. Um, and like there was a time like I stopped seeing them and I had this wine and I needed to be like, and I was like, I am not going to have this in the mm. in the week because I feel like I've got an addicted personality I was also feeling a bit depressed. So it was just yeah. like, I don't want to kind of go there and then feel like I need it to get through my week mm. kind of thing. But like that, so that was kind of my thinking, but I don't think it's bad that you just that you just want to have a glass of wine. I think, yeah. like, I, and I get the feeling, I get the craving. I kind of want a glass of wine now. Yeah. I might get some. Do it, get one. Yeah, it's just like, do. it's just when you've had like I think it's because I've been busy at work and it's like a treat yeah. and if I haven't got drinks planned after work or any sort of motive planned it makes me feel like oh this is me winding down and like treating myself a little bit um, yeah especially while the weather's good like if the weather's shit I'm not gonna feel like I'm craving I don't know I don't, I don't know it's really weird no I feel the- like when I feel like when it's winter Mm. I feel like in the winter I want a glass of wine more. Really? I yeah, feel like in the, the summer like, I do. Uh, it's raining. 
I'm not doing anything. Let me just cuddle up in a blanket on the sofa with a mm. glass of wine and watch a film, whatever whatever mm. series is out now. Maybe, but actually, I'm I'm quite a tea person, so I'll just I'll have a cup of tea to like wind down. Um, in the okay. winter but in these conditions right now is far too hot for me to be um, having, having a cup of tea yeah a cup of so tea it's, it's a wine I feel like yeah. red wine feels very wintry for me yeah it I is a like wintry vibe red wine yeah it's quite cozy mm-hmm. it's and just, it makes you sleepy it makes you want to fall asleep as well yeah I want some red wine now actually do you have some I might look into getting some. I don't but I might look into getting some I'm going to be chilling with someone later so I might mm-hmm. ask <laughs> yeah yeah red wine is yeah. nice but the issue is is that if you drink it while you're out your mouth and your teeth go red <laughs> literally i like as well i refuse to drink it out because i'm like it's do you want me to fall asleep oh yeah and do, do you want me to go to sleep because mm-hmm. i'll go to sleep <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. I remember I went to a work event like a few weeks ago and um, they were handing out like alcohol. And the first glass that I saw was like a glass of red wine that they were going round like handing out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll have one of those. And then I looked around and they had um, white wine and I was like, oh, fuck, I should have stuck to the white wine. And I didn't want to switch over. So I was drinking red wine. Then I went to the toilet to look at myself and it was just my teeth were like black. I was like, oh, God. Is- <laughs> I'm at work. Like, this is gross. So I went oh, home. I was no. like, I can't. <laughs> I've got to get back. <laughs> it's just so embarrassing. <laughs> But it's nice. It's got a good taste. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm good. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we were answering. Um, yeah, mm. I'm good. I'm all right. Just chilling. And now mm. I'm excited to have some wine as well. Yeah. See, it is... We've got some we- Asti in the fridge. Mm. But it's it's not mine there, so I might just get... I might get wine, you know. I, want, I would like some wine. Yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. Yeah, treat myself, my dear, my dear. Mm. Yeah. So, um, I'm giving blood for the first time this weekend. Oh, well done! Amazing. I've never done it before, and I feel like mm-hmm. it should be fine because when I get blood tests, I'm I'm squeamish at the idea of looking at it, but I'm not squeamish when it's happening. It just yeah. I just put my arm to the side. I'm like, do whatever you got to do. And then yeah, I don't look. That's it. Yeah. So I feel like it should be fine, but it's it's actually strange because I I've never done it before. So I have all of these questions because I've got to get up at like seven o'clock because the only slot available was half eight on a Saturday morning, and I thought, oh, okay. like I will go. I'll I'll do it because it's rare that Saturdays come up on the app because you yeah. can actually get an app. That's what. I found out when I when oh, I registered. It? Yeah, you can get an app and you can just refresh the page and it has like in your um, area what the closest mm-hmm. appointments are and the closest centres. So I've been doing that, but it's always on weekdays and I've been too busy in the week to go. So yeah, um, yeah I booked it for a Saturday and um, I was thinking, oh, I can get up early, do that, then go to the gym. And then I was thinking, can you actually even go to the gym on the day that you, you're having blood taken from you? Because it is quite... It's it's a strain mm-hmm. on your body, really, isn't it? That yeah. like so much blood is being taken from you. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend it, and literally mm. because of just what you said, like mm. I think they kind of like tell you to just take it easy, rest up. They also tell you not yeah. to drink as well. Oh um, shit! And stuff like that. But I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Um, okay. 
But what drink on yeah, the day afterwards or before? Afterwards. Oh on no, the day I'm going out for a drink. Hopefully, because it's you'll so be early okay. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be, be fine. fine. You'll be fine. But um, like obviously they have to say that for precaution and it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but it should you should be fine. I think you'll be yeah. okay. I think I'll just try and like replenish myself. So throughout the day, I'll I'll up my iron a little bit and mm. um up my water just so that I can kind of get back to normal as quickly as possible if if I'm mm. affected or tired or anything. Yeah, you should be okay. Mm. But like, yeah, um, I need to book on a new appointment. But basically, the last time I went to go, they said I couldn't do it because I just because I'd got another piercing. Oh, and you have to wait. You have to wait four months. Oh my from god! Having After a piercing. piercing. What about a tattoo? Yeah, it's going to be the same. Oh, I got. So they ask those questions. Mm. Yeah, they they ask you those questions before. Actually, check the questions first because so then you don't have to waste your time going if you yeah. if you can't do it because it's the same it's the same with tattoo anything what that's involving needles and stuff like that. Mm. The, the, there's a certain amount of time you need to wait before you give blood. That's so interesting. I didn't know that. Right, yeah, actually, it's a good job we had this then. conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good job. So you don't have to get up so get up early. early. And you can't do it. Uh, I'll be pissed off though. Like I'm gonna have a look at the the thing, but there are yeah, little check. stick and pokes. But I guess if they're no, but it's anything that's a needle involving a needle. Mm. It's you know because like for me, it's a piercing I already had, but I just had I just got it re pierced. It's like oh, it's only a yeah. tiny piercing. It's been a month. I just thought oh, it would have been fine, but it's four months. They want you to wait. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a bit wild. Because okay, basically, that's good to know. Yeah. Sorry, just just to cl- for clarification, and anyone mm. who is interested in giving blood, like basically when you go there, um, or even before you go there, like there's mm. sometimes you get a letter in the post and it has like a little questionnaire which they ask you to fill out, and it's just basically mm. like check boxes and um, just asking stuff about like oh, um, like just like oh, have you like do you have HIV or have you been in contact mm. with someone who has HIV or who has um, hepatitis mm. stuff like that then they ask you oh, have you had any piercings within X amount of time have you had any new tattoos in X mm. amount of time and it's just going through that and then they and then basically they look at it then they just ask you oh like and they also ask oh have you been abroad to XYZ country have you been abroad in Europe have you mm. have you had COVID or whatever so they ask all of those questions and stuff in this little questionnaire then you you then go to a nurse. They'll look through your questionnaire, and then they'll also test your iron levels. So <laughs> they'll do a prick on your finger, just get a mm. bit of blood, which then they'll take and put it in like a solution to check the iron levels. Basically, if it sinks, that means your eye you your iron is fine. Mm. Um, but if it floats to the top, then it's like oh you have low iron. Um, the last time mm-hmm. I went though, it floated to the top, but but they said that they had were having problems with the hand gel that they had. Mm. <laughs> the hand gel was actually making it stay float to the top because then yeah. they did another reading in the in a machine which actually t- gave the iron level count as well. Interesting. Um, I'll up my iron tonight. Yeah. then I think I'm gonna have like sweet potatoes and spinach and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So yeah. So they check your iron levels to make sure that you are able to give blood, um, and then they go over and take you to the place. Um, yeah, to the place to one of the seats. They get you to. Um, they get you to kind of sit down, 
um, mm. then they prep you and everything with the blood pressure. This is very annoying. Um, so then they prep you with the blood pressure and everything. Um, and then they'll kind of like hook you mm. up to the machines. And then also, mm. so basically for me, my blood runs out really slowly. So, <laughs> and like literally like you only can give, you can only be on there for 15 minutes. You can't mm. be on there any longer. Mm. Um, and like, you want to try and be able to give your full donation. So basically, I um they give you like they gave me they give me like a little tube thing and to spin around in my hand so it's basically after you have to do like little exercises to make sure the blood mm. is bro- oh, is flowing and mm-hmm. to get it to flow out quicker basically so the, I twist that in my hand and then also like lifting up your legs and stuff like that to try and get the blood moving around your body mm-hmm. um okay yeah, so so like will they I, I'm just thinking so say if you they find out that you're you haven't got much iron or mm-hmm. I, I'm just thinking in my head say for instance if you're a person who has some sort of cancer but doesn't know about it or has some sort of like illness and doesn't know about it will they pick up on it by do, doing like when you go to donate blood or HIV, necess- for instance, like how can they well, pick no, up on so it? No, so HIV, so they do tests. So they will test. Um, they have a, like a testing bag. They test for like kind of HIV, hepatitis, and all of that. Mm, um, okay. When they take the donation, so basically, like, and if anything comes up, then like they will notify you basically, mm-hmm. and they mm. will let you know. Um, but when it comes to kind of saying like with like for example low iron levels they might um they might just tell you okay so you can't give blood today your iron's too low um so go maybe go to your gp they'll probably just recommend you to go to your gp get your things checked and then let so you can actually go and Mm. get what medication you need um for example but when it comes to like so but like anything that's kind of like kind of blood transferred, like diseases that are transferred mm. through blood and stuff like that, they check for all of that each time because like literally they like they can't give someone's blood to you can't give yeah someone's blood that like obviously is affected by a blood mm. um, transmitted disease to someone True. else basically yeah yeah so um yeah so they test for it every time interesting that is interesting. I'll have to check then. It's generally for people that want to sign up to be a blood donor, it's very easy. Like all you have to do is go mm-hmm. online, type it in, sign up, and then they text you, they harass you, saying you need to. They do. Well, not, you they need call to. You but up like, as well. yeah, they're like, yeah, they do call me, and I I ignore it because it's like I will book in my own time. <laughs> You're yeah. not going to try and dish me out a random appointment. I, like honest, I will I book in my time. I don't mind when they call me because like mm. all the time, whenever um, well, obviously I, I've moved now. So I need to check, but um, I could never, you could never book appointments online for where I used to get them, mm, um, for where okay. I used to do the blood donation. And literally the only way I could get an appointment is if they called me up and they booked mm. it for me. And like yeah. there was one time I literally gave blood, the next day they were calling me to book my next appointment. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, and they were like, oh, when did you last give blood? Yesterday. And yeah. Like, oh, well done. Then, then it was like, so they booked my appointment for like, how many months in advance mm. and it was like okay it's books now um yeah that's cool though that's it's good that there's a service there to do that because mm-hmm. it can be tricky trying to find appointments i guess because i can never really 
this is why I booked this one because it's on a Saturday and it's very rare that Saturday ones come up. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see if if the tattoo situation will let me go ahead. I'll have to read. Yeah. Read the definitely documents definitely read more. it so you don't feel like you've wasted a journey and you've wasted yeah. your time getting up so early. Getting up early. Um. Yeah, but because it it does say yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the joys of giving blood. Like, if you guys want to do it, have a go. Mm-hmm. And look into it. Like, I find it's it's an okay experience. Yeah. And like, even if even if you guys like, for example, if you guys feel like you're running late for your appointment, don't even stress about it. They'll still take your blood. They don't care. <laughs> like, it's fine. That's what I was thinking. It's like, do they not like? Surely the service is like a walk-in service somewhere. Like, like why um, is it always book, book, book? Can't you just turn so it's up? Like, it's book because when when you kind of like turn up you get more people like if loads and loads of people turn up yeah, and you have more clock. people to nurses mm. then people are going to be waiting all day then also if it's like not enough people turn up then you've got all these nurses here who aren't who have nothing to do and no one's turned mm. up so that's why they have the booking system yeah fair enough that makes sense yeah yeah and then at least they know that this person should be turning up on this day yeah around yeah. around about <laughs> this time kind of thing but mm-hmm. if you're like 10 10 15 minutes late they'll still see you they're not going to turn you mm-hmm. away that's good that's good yeah yeah guys try it try it mm. that, was, that was an interesting conversation definitely yeah yeah i'm just thinking of something very separate so mm-hmm. i keep seeing lots of stuff online and just everywhere obviously about climate change and like um I feel like for me at the moment I'm a bit mm-hmm. I'm a bit like I'm apprehensive about the future but you know there's this whole thing climate doom that like Gen Z yeah. and all the young people are feeling and I'm starting to feel it a little bit because my plans like for instance I want to get a mortgage but is there any mm-hmm. point of me getting a mortgage <laughs> because like the i i find it really hard to balance um the like logical stuff and the mm. spontaneous stuff in life so it's like i should really think about my like future my financial future and stuff like mm-hmm. that but i've i've got savings that i want to put towards a mortgage but when i could be putting that towards experiences i'm just like <laughs> There's things but, that are disappearing. Like the Maldives are going to be gone. Venice is going to be gone soon. Yeah. Like a lot of the species in like Africa and Asia and South America are going to be gone. So it's like. So are you are uh, you thinking that oh your mortgage money you should put towards going to the Maldives? I'm not. I'm. I know. I'm not. <laughs> I. You know when sometimes you're like so tempted because it's like things are just getting so bad that even if you know everyone's banging on about generational wealth what's like if we build generational wealth our grandchildren are going to be tackling climate change and like soon it's not looking good wouldn't they be regardless yeah they will be regardless so like okay so yeah so coming back to your argument Mm. about you know because like you're you know with the climate doom yeah Sometimes, you know what? We're actually doing all we can and we shouldn't like, we shouldn't have to be putting our lives on hold and just thinking doom and gloom for our whole lives mm. because because these yeah. people want to fear monger us into doing that. And also, also I feel like with the stigma and shame with the whole, 
oh yeah, owning your own house, being a landlord is, mm. you know, like is not ethically moral or whatever. And mm. um, with that, those arguments, which like, which Deanna, I only heard of these arguments because Deanna brought them forward to me. Mm. And I'm just always like, look mate you need to some like with some situations you need to think of yourself like well like let's let's start thinking doom and gloom and thinking Mm. oh if i become a landlord i'm going to be part of the problem no well (laughs) done for saving that money well Mm. done you for getting for getting this far because like i feel like these people are always trying to shame 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 Mm. but if you're in a position and you have worked hard to get yourself in a position where you can put down a deposit to a house fucking well done good for Mm. you and like yes let's build generational wealth regardless if we have generational wealth or we don't our children our grandchildren are still going to be fighting a climate crisis regardless Mm. but at the same time it's like it's that whole thing around no one can bring all of their money to the grave with them so is there any point in me working towards generational wealth that's what generational wealth is you're not yeah. bringing the money to the grave. You're leaving it for your kids so they can have it. Like, you see how hard it is for us right now? We're in a cost of living crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least while you were alive, you were able to build some kind of wealth behind you that when generations coming up after you, your family, who obviously you care for and you want to pass things down to them mm. so their life can be a bit easier so they don't have as much financial burden on them. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, would it, why isn't that allowed? If you want to do that to make your... Like, at the end of the day, you might... Yeah, you might be gone, but that money is going to be helping your your lineage, your family. Yeah, you still true. care for them. You know, when you're an ancestor looking down on them, you want to know that you were able to give something to, mm. to keep them going. Yeah. But do you not, like, I don't know if you have this, but do you have any friends? Like, I've got friends of friends who are the type of people that they don't actually have, they don't hold down full-time jobs for very long. They have like a job here and there. They do temp work and then they just spend the rest of their time just like living life so they'll go I know people that have gone to like Australia New Zealand and are just doing like farming and like random shit over there and then they're just like living and this is just part of it as well it's like should I be living mm. more should I be living more than planning should I be living well, more than just putting money in in I think my bank accounts like I don't know I feel like this all comes back to kind of comparing your journey to other people's because mm. how are they living no they 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 the people that i know are not loving their lives they've got like a lot of issues that they're running away from that's why they're traveling so much but that's, at the same time one thing but as well like but mm. how are they like you said that they do temp work um mm. and all of that like how are they affording just traveling and just going off and just doing xyz because they like, they work full-time in england save for the flights and everything else mm. they just fly out there with no plan except i'm gonna then, get this I'm, random farming job they, i'm guessing are they living at home so they can just save yeah they've, they've got parents and stuff like yeah it's like because i'm just basically the only reason why i, I ask these questions because like um and again coming back to comparing like mm. lifestyles and stuff like that okay at the end of the day they've they've chosen to stay living with their parents so they probably 
probably, obviously I don't know them. I don't know their financial situation. Mm. They probably don't need to contribute to any bills. They probably don't need to contribute to food. All the money that they get literally belongs to them and they can Mm. do with it what they want. You know, so in that case, like they don't have any major responsibilities or payments yeah. that need to come out that they need to focus on. So they can just save their money to just go on flights when they feel like escaping whatever they need to escape at the mm. moment. Um, and like while obviously to some, and like obviously you even have acknowledged that, okay, mm. maybe with their situation, they might be running away from something. Yeah. But like you, um, cause you've acknowledged that, but also so from the outside looking in while it looks like they're living their life, mm-hmm. but at the same time, in comparison to your journey, you have your, you're not living at home. You've got bills that you have to pay. You've got a, um, a steady job, you know, mm-hmm. where, and, and a career that you're progressing through. Mm-hmm. And because you are trying to build a life for yourself where you can be financially independent. Whereas mm-hmm. like, whereas in comparison, what looks like, what looks like, oh, they are living their lives. But whenever they come back, they'll come back home to be at home to again, stack up and save money just so they can run away for six months again, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, to be honest, like, do you want to, is that is that how you'd like to live? Like, would you rather be financially independent or would you rather be living life here and there sometimes and then having to come back home and then be like, well, I don't know what I'm doing at home. Let me just try and stack up money so I can run away again. Mm. You know, yeah, like it's just like, the different journeys. To be honest, personally, I'm, I'm happy. Like I'm in a very good situation with job, where mm-hmm. I'm living, everything else, but I guess it's just in life, you always think, oh, is something missing? Like, could I be doing something different? Could, like, my path have taken me, well, could I have been taken down another path? Like, mm-hmm. it, have I missed something? Because you know people who have their gap years and everything else, it's like, should I have had or should I have some time elsewhere? And I feel like, I don't know, it's not something that I'm overly contemplating every single day of my life, but sometimes mm. I just think, like, life could end so quickly and Mm -hmm. it's just that depressing feeling of like living in a country that where it's a capitalist country and you have to work like I'll be working until I'm in my 50s 60s potentially 70s like just just coming to your argument Mm. about living in a capitalist country I mean we live in a capitalist world Mm, like where can we go to escape where we're not going to see capitalism? Like there's going to yeah, be capitalism true. of some form or another. Even when you look at people who are doing up travel, travel, travel everywhere, like they are going to places, relocating in places that are cheaper where they're probably, so where the, their British pound goes yeah. further mm. in those countries. Even that is a form of capitalism. And it, that mm. even that is kind of a form of exploitation because Mm -hmm. you've gone and worked up and got money in a rich country to go to a poor country where you can do so much more because it's the because um their their economy is a Mm. lot weaker than the british economy and yeah that's true just at the end of the day yeah, everywhere we go, we're going to be in some sort of capitalist society, even mm-hmm. when it goes to like trying to, so say even if you went to 
um, look at rural tribes and stuff like that, like you'll still be in some form of capitalism. And where, whereas say if you decided that, um, obviously this is very hypothetical right now, mm. but like say if you decided that, okay, <laughs> no, I'm gonna go and I want to, <laughs> I want to live with the, the Maasai warriors in Kenya yes. and all of that. <laughs> like, but then, then you'd have to assimilate into that culture and actually go through with with the rules of that tribe you're going to get rid yeah. of all of your yeah. all of your things that you have at the moment and just put yourself fully give yourself fully to that culture you know and even in that sense it's like it, is that possible and then you'll be living to what to those um systems mm. and norms do you know what I mean? So it's kind yeah, of like, yeah. I know what you mean. It's just, yeah, I feel like life is just weird. Life is, it life is. is strange. It's, there's Very. those questions like, why am I here? Why am I working? Like, why? What, why what is the point of it all? What the fuck? Yeah, what is going on? But <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I just feel like, um, I think all of these questions are so valid and mm. all of these wonders are so valid. But then the thing is, like sometimes you have to kind of look back at your journey and kind of think what are the things that I have done and what are the things that I've enjoyed yeah it's true and then just be like yeah and then and then just being like hold on I did that for myself and Mm -hmm. I I was able to achieve this because I decided to put in this hard work and um, and even like coming back to kind of having a mortgage and stuff like that. Hold on, you put in a lot of hard work to save mm. up for that deposit. And to be able to say you've, you've done that at such a young age, like literally congratulations. Like the people Thanks. who are doing up travel, 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 even with what they're saving so they can do travel, 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 they haven't saved nearly half as much as you have. Mm. Yeah, it's true. You know. But no one, no one come and mug me. Like, <laughs> I don't carry yeah. the money with me. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but, um, but literally, and I don't know, like, I feel like there's no escaping the capitalist society that we live in. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. not just in this, in this city. It's not just in this country. It's throughout the whole world. And there's no mm-hmm. escaping it. Like, this is just how the world is running. And at the end of the day, um, us as very small people in this world, because we are not um, Elon Musk, like, we mm. are not we are not making a massive impact. So why does the job have to fall on us? And these big corporations, they need to stop pretending and acting like, oh, yeah, it's us who need to be making all these differences. Yeah. Because no, the fuck it isn't. Like, how we, we can only play the game that we could like okay like the expression we can only play with the cards we've been dealt with yeah that's all we can do and right now to have any form of control in this world is to be rich Mm. and the only way we can do that is to try and build some sort of generational wealth just so we can get that little bit just that small bit that we actually have access to yeah we only have access to a minute tiny tiny bit of that of that it's true. One thing that I was just thinking as well when you said that is, do you think people like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and all of that are at all envious of normal people like us? And I, I do think this about celebrities sometimes. Like, mm. do, are they really out? Do they feel like they're out of touch? Do they feel like they're, they lack a connection with like normal people and everyday people? Because like, say for instance, you open TikTok and the funniest TikToks are by just people that you'd see down the street, mm. normal people, or like you watch reality TV shows 
and it's just you're watching normal people just chat shit like do people mm-hmm. feel like do you reckon celebrities and really rich and famous people feel like they're missing out on like human connections and interactions um i think they do to an extent because it's like mm. you know like how we just see these people like we'll see in the news and say okay they've they've cheated on their wives or yeah. they've um what else have they done like just just all the like you just see these random scandals and it's like you've got everything so why would you do this so or, true like yeah. for example same with like how um mark zuckerberg and, and the people who have like who own apple and whatever they all mm. put the stickers on their cameras they don't mm. let their children use Apple products. They yeah. don't let their children have the social media that they created. Mm. You know, just stuff like that. And um which is just like a bit mad. Like I think they definitely feel yeah. out of touch, but I think as well that they feel like they they would never be able to be in touch with that mm. because because they're so far removed right now. Yeah, they've like sacrificed it. They they chose yeah. the path that they they went down. And exactly, now, you can't really go back once you're a billionaire. You can't mm-hmm. just unless something really bad happens and you lose all your money. You can't yeah. really go back. Like you're you're just with your billionaire friends now. There's no yeah. reconnecting with like normal society. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they. I think they definitely feel like they're missing out. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you think Elon Musk keeps tweeting random shit and changing the <laughs> stock market? Like, <laughs> it's true. He wants attention. He's like, everyone he be my friends. He look just wants to be me. like, look, I want to be on Twitter. Oh yeah, I'm gonna buy Twitter. Then he doesn't buy Twitter. Yeah, I'm gonna solve like, world hunger. <laughs> and he doesn't solve world hunger. Challenge me to solve world hunger like, right now, and does, I'll do does it. He actually, does he actually have six billion? Six billion. He's yeah. meant to, but does he actually have six billion to solve world hunger? Because why didn't he do it? Because he doesn't want to. But like the thing is, even with the whole Twitter thing, yeah, he wanted to Mm. buy Twitter and it was going to be 14 billion for him to buy Twitter. Um, But he, what, but the way he wanted to do it, he didn't want to use his own money. He wanted to sell a stock. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Like he didn't actually want to use his own money. So I'm just kind of like, well, do you actually have this money? And is why, this a conspiracy what, theory? Yeah, <laughs> Elon Musk like, is yeah. actually broke. <laughs> He's actually broke. Like, does he actually have 14 billion to buy Twitter? Does he have 14 billion cash? Most likely, no. No. Maybe he's no. not even a real person because his his children have got these like weird alien like um, the robot names. Yeah, like the periodic table kind of chemical names that don't don't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> There's another maybe, thing as well, celebrity names for their children. The like, is, why do they do these thinks, things? Maybe he thinks that him and his children transcend humanity. Yeah, yeah. They're just way above everyone else. They're yeah, on the alien and it, level. And this is this is why Elon Musk is so interested in data. This is why who is it, Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos mm. really want to get to space. Like they yeah. why are they trying to escape what are they trying to escape? Something that I've it, been learning wait, about. Wait, was it Richard Branson or Bill Gates? Who wants to go to space? Branson, yeah, he's building like Branson. Virgin Galactic kind of thing. Um, yeah. But something I've been learning about recently actually is that there is actually not laws in place to um, 
kind of there's no legislation for space yet so no Mm. one owns areas of space and if Mm -hmm. say for instance some sort of corruption or death or something major happens or there's a dispute up in space for some reason like there's no legislation around like who how you can punish people who own certain areas who's responsible for certain areas and the same with a lot of the data stuff at the moment as well because there's a lot of question marks around that there's a lot of new things popping up like digital things and new technologies Mm. where there's just no laws and it's it's kind of scary it's like it is scary no one's ready but i'm but i'm kind of like but just like you know like how because it's similar with with ocean with the ocean yeah yeah like literally when you're at sea Mm. like things can pop off because Mm. you're in water no one can own that and i feel Mm. like i don't think anyone should be allowed to own space or areas of space but it will have to happen won't it like why because the more the more that people go up there the more that people get comfortable traveling to and from space because that's going to be a thing i feel like Mm. It depends. It depends if we end up in like a kind of um, what's it word apocalyptic society, like you know, like <laughs> Wally. And, yeah. Um, oh my god, that's gonna be real. Like, the, the, <laughs> I think you know, you see all the what, people. What else, what else was it? Is Dune one? What's that one where they? I in haven't the watched that yet. I haven't watched like Dune. Avatar. I haven't watched Avatar, Dune. Yeah. It looks very boring. Like Avatar <laughs> or. Um, yeah those films where they're in Mm. space what's that one with Sandra Bullock I don't know Interstellar (laughs) I fell asleep watching that that. (laughs) yeah they all look so boring I'm I'm sorry they are not selling space to us no they really are not selling space to us like you know I I really enjoy Star Wars but that's it I enjoy Star Wars Wally I did you I haven't watched Star Wars you know I like Alien a little bit as well, but only number one. I haven't watched all of them. But mm. yeah, like these these other newer ones like Interstellar, I just fall asleep. I'm like, oh my God. I think it's because space is quite quiet and these type of types of films, I mean, at least there, from what I remember, they're quite there. quiet. No. I don't know. Why do they want to be there? There's nothing there. Like the bars are down here. Mm. You know, the clubs are down here. Just even though I don't want to go clubs, but mm. you know... Yeah, it's gonna like yeah. These people, we say that they feel disconnected. They probably feel disconnected. They probably like to feel disconnected. The way that they're they're trying to make all these space plans, it's like so you don't mm. actually even want to be on this you earth don't sort us out any this longer. Earth. Yeah, <laughs> so like, you're gone. you don't want to sort out this earth, but you're trying to get to space. But like the thing is, though, they want space to be an an exclusive club. They don't want us there. Yeah, Definitely. they only want the rich there. Yeah, we won't but be able to But then they're, they're to going to, to get bored though because they don't have any small people to play with. That's the thing. Exactly. When there's no black people involved, things become boring. The culture will, yeah. will not be up there. The, the the fun will not be up there. I'm sorry. It's going to be boring, literally. Yeah. And like, and who would be who would Elon Musk tweet then? <laughs> he'd find a way he'd get some wi-fi up there <laughs> oh gosh definitely i mean they'll bring all that wi-fi and shit but who's making the yeah. content oh, they'll, they'll hire some content creators 
but they're who, children. They want to leave us down here. No, Probably their children. Their children aren't, aren't allowed on these apps. Oh yeah, shit. Hmm. It'll be like trusted people. It'll be trusted people. I think they'll but, bring um, the celebrities with them just so, and they can be their entertainment. What celebrities would go up there, do you reckon? Trump? Like the Kardashians? Do you reckon the Kardashians would? Yeah, they're trying to They're trying to be in mm. with anyone that they can be. Yeah, they're trying to be the most exclusive of the exclusive. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, maybe Kardashians. Trump, definitely. Kanye West. Kanye, and yeah. That's and then he'll street. say that they kidnapped him. <laughs> Why is Kanye West like the American version of Wiley? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. They're gosh. so similar. They're like the greatest, yeah. but then the worst. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> And Wiley will, and I bet you Wiley would hate being compared to Kanye West. Yeah, he'd find some sort of way that, to take that as an insult. Literally. That is so funny. <laughs> hilarious, hilarious. But um, yeah, I feel like this is what I was thinking about just now. With celebrities um, and them feeling disconnected, I was just thinking a lot of them actually... Like when people become famous, you always hear in their stories, like autobiographies and all of this other stuff that they feel like they can't actually make new friends or mm. new relationships because everyone knows that they're rich and everyone knows that they're famous yeah. and they just take advantage of that and use them, which actually must be such a sad world. Like just being friends or people just wanting to be friends with you because of your image. Like I, I can't yeah. imagine that. Yeah. Definitely. It's so strange. Like, I mean, you must I just feel, feel like icky. I can imagine it. <laughs> just because <laughs> of my image. It makes sense. I feel like people would love to try and take my image, but they just can't do it because they're not me. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I really just turned around this conversation. <laughs> we, we were very serious. <laughs> but we can be cocky. I feel like it's fine being cocky. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm just um, looking at all these. I've just got these dresses up on my screen, and I'm just looking at them. They're just looking at me. Mm. Look at them. I feel like I haven't got dressed up in ages to look like pretty, and it's making me sad. You looked good on your birthday. Thank you. But it that was, was like a last picnic. Week. Do you know, I know what I mean? It you, wasn't. But you still, you still looked good. Thank you. You still, you still dress. You know, I haven't this year. I haven't been taken on a date somewhere like bougie where I can get dressed up. Ew. You, I haven't been taken out out in in a long I don't time. Think, mm, I was about to say I don't think I have ever, but I I, I have. I, I'm lying. Have you? Not this year. I don't I think have, I have. I have once I when I was like year. bloody eighteen. Eighteen. Oh. Yeah, I know. Like, what's going but on? You, I don't know. Do you tell these guys where you want to go? I don't think... I must not. Like, I must not. Because, like, I... When I was... I was dating someone last year and, like, we'd met up and then then for, our, for when we went on a date, I said, oh, I want to try that Stork restaurant. 
Mm. And we went and we went there and we got dressed up and went there. You know what it is, like with this whole conversation around, oh, who's your pay and stuff, I do like genuinely feel bad. Like if if someone takes me somewhere pricey and they pay for it all, I, I actually feel bad. Like my heart, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know I if I can... Let just them don't do look this. at the receipt just don't look at the but, bill yeah yeah because as soon as i look at it i'm like oh oh my god I, literally i just I don't look at the bill and i don't get anything out i just i'll just be like you you take care of it <laughs> like even even like okay so i mm. sorry i'm just thinking should i even talk about this because he's gonna say i'm speaking <laughs> oh because he's a listener <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, we don't know when this episode's coming out. So anyway, mm. um, so like I went on a, I like just went on a spontaneous date, another one, um, mm-hmm. and um, literally like, and like he openly just went and got and got my drinks and stuff like that, which was cool. And then mm. we just went to walk around for a bit, and I was like, oh, there's this dessert place because we were near the dessert place. I was like, oh, I wanted to try this dessert place, which is one of the dessert places I've seen on Instagram. And mm. um, and I was like, oh yeah, I want to try it. And and he was like, yeah yeah, let's just go. And we went in there, and yeah, and he just and he just paid for everything. And I oh, and God. yeah, and I was just like, okay, that's cute. And, and like fair enough like we it wasn't like we went somewhere expensive but it's just like i don't know i just feel like when you're on those beginning stages it's like yeah impress me so just yeah yeah spend your money impress me a bit and then like and then we can do more chilled stuff it's not gonna we're not gonna be doing up spending money every week we can do chilled Mm -hmm. stuff afterwards but yeah yeah i think maybe i just date people that aren't into going to bougie places but then that's the thing so, like they're not into it because they don't know where to go or they just think it's going to be hella expensive because mm. in as well like i don't even think because i even even on that spontaneous date we didn't go anywhere bougie but it's mm. kind of like i think sometimes it's like if you just suggest somewhere like you can mm-hmm. check the price range and be, and you don't have to go to the most expensive. You don't need to go to Mayfair. You don't need to go no. to the most expensive places straight away. Um, and just kind of go places, but like places that you think look nice and where you want to dress up and yeah. And just say, Oh, it'd be nice to go for dinner and mm. not go to Nando's. <laughs> it would be nice to go for <laughs> drinks and not go to box park do you know what i mean yeah 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 like it is nice to get dressed up for myself and for my friends but i do like getting dressed up and knowing that someone's going to be looking at me literally oh, it's there's the best nothing feeling. like it. it it is it is the best feeling i'm not even gonna yeah i love it as well yeah, I love it too. i'm one of them girls i get dressed for men <laughs> i do my makeup for I men i mean we all do it really i mean <laughs> I do I honestly do think we we like to kid ourselves sometimes but like I think I've said it before on here no I've said it on another podcast when we were on um another podcast I said that when you go out and you don't get any attention but you feel like you look a 10 it's it like excuse me what the fuck I'm sorry like but even when I'm not going out and all I'm and like the only people matching me on hinge are uncles <laughs> Your age that bracket just... is like fifty. Huh? My age is your bracket, age no, bracket like fifty? I put it to 
36. <laughs> you know, mine's at 35. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Mm. No, I put it at 36. It used to be at 50, but it's at 36 now. That's so funny. <laughs> like, How old your dad? <laughs> how, how old is my dad? Yeah. Um, he's like 64, 65. Okay. He's not 50 then. <laughs> yeah, my dad isn't 50. My parents are my parents are older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I had it as um it was when I had 40-year-olds matching with me and I was just like, "Hold on. What do you at 40 have to talk to me about?" Mm. And it was just like, "This is this isn't right. Let me let me bring it like 10 years is my limit. <laughs> let me bring yeah, it down." Know- I agree because when it gets to that point where it's like your mid twenties and his mid forties, it's like, hang on a second, why is your age bracket so low? Like you're actually creeping me out. You it creepy is. old it's man. It's weird. It's re- yeah, literally. Like, what that's do you what want I was from feeling. Me? That's exactly what I was feeling. Like you're matching me. You clearly are not a sugar daddy, and you like young girls. Yeah, that is mm. disgusting. Like yeah, what? Like, I can't. I you, can't help but think that you can't come and buy me YSL bag, <laughs> but you're out here matching. Like I'm sorry, don't don't be don't be twenty years plus and okay, sorry, don't be fifteen years plus and you can't buy me YSL bag and you're matching. Yeah, don't like don't do that. And like literally, some of the forty years they they were looking bummy. <laughs> And they're, they're chatting to me. They don't have much, much conversation. And they're chatting to me and I'm just like, we've got nothing to talk about. When are you going to buy me my bag? Uh, you know, or where, where are we going? Are we going to go somewhere nice? And they're, they're, they're can't, they don't even have no suggestions for nice places to go. It's like, why are you here? Yeah, and they, they just stay in their area. Wherever they're from, they stay there. And that's Literally. they don't get out. They don't actually know London. They just stay where where whatever yeah. borough they're from. They just I mean, stay there. That's a very like London thing to do, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I have noticed that. At all but ages. Do, it's like I when I with, <laughs> Go on. Oh sorry, sorry. Cause like um just a quick one. Like when I um moved to the area I'm in now. Like obviously mm. I'm a lot closer to things than I used to be, but then yeah. people are still being like, oh, that's far. And I'm just like, is it? Like it took me 50 minutes to get here. That That's close for me. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm the same I, I got on that. a direct train. It's because like, we're from outside of London and like being here, everything's like, oh my God, you can just hop on the tube. You can hop on a bus, like how easy. Whereas yeah. then it's like, And it's che- a lot oh cheaper God. than traveling like yeah. outside of London. Literally, it's so cheap. I'm like, oh, five pound fifty, and I can get to and from some like to central London like, and back. Like, lovely. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Even though it is Literally. a bit expensive, I would like it to go down a little bit. But it would be nice to go down. But however, for, yeah, I'm sorry, five, it's five pound, five pound fifty for a day ticket for a day saver mm. on the bus in Wolverhampton. Like, come on now. <laughs> Like but yeah, like that's the thing. The like people that live here, I don't think you realise how nice it is to have things even if it's not on your doorstep, it's on your doorstep. It's on your doorstep. Like literally. you can just go for a, a nice little stroll down South Bank on a Sunday morning, get a I croissant, get a coffee. Like, South you know what I mean? Bank like, is my favourite place in London. It you know, it's probably one of my top places as well. It's just wholesome and I never get bored yeah, of it. Yeah, it's lovely. I never get bored. I love just like mm. when I when I first moved here, I would just go to South Bank. I would go I'd just mm. go by myself. When I had nothing to do, I would just go to South Bank. 
and I just love walking, walking from Waterloo to the Tate. <gasps> I love to that. London Bridge, and I do the yeah. I do the the I do the walk from Waterloo to London Bridge or London Bridge to Waterloo all the time. Yeah, and yeah, I just I just love doing that walk. I love it. It's so nice, isn't it? Especially if you're like bringing someone from outside of London, and I've a yeah. few times because I work. That's in what Westminster. I did with my friend actually. It's so nice, isn't it? Because yeah. I work in Westminster, I get off at like around London Bridge with whoever I'm with, walk all the way up and then walk across Westminster Bridge, which isn't mm-hmm. that far, like from Waterloo. It's like another no. like, like those, couple those minute Those stops walk. are next door to each other. Literally, <laughs> like it goes it goes London on Jubilee Line, London Bridge, Suffolk, Waterloo. You do that in like mm. five minutes, but the walk is so quick as well. You get off, you walk across the bridge to Westminster and then you've got all the touristy shit that people like to see. So here is the House of Parliament. Here is Whitehall. Here is the statue of Winston mm-hmm. Churchill that everyone fucking loves. <laughs> here is St. James's Park and here protect is the Buckingham all, Palace. Protect it at all costs. <laughs> literally. And then you can just literally from there, you can walk to Covent Garden and Leicester Square. It is just like... Everything is so close and people complain. I love it. Ugh, I, it yeah, no, I, I fucking love London. I love living here. I really love London. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I'm a London girl. And everyone keeps telling me I'm a Londoner now because I've been here almost four years. Everyone's like, oh, you're a Londoner. You're a Londoner. Londoner. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. London, babe. <laughs> are there any London things that you haven't done that like are on your list? Because for me, the one thing I haven't done is there's a frigging lavender field somewhere, like North London, that just looks oh, fucking please. beautiful. Londoners haven't done that. Come on now. <laughs> they haven't. But it's, you know, those pages where it's like, oh, Does fun, looks, fun free things good. to do in London. And I'm like, oh, oh my we should God. do that. That looks is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's North London. Oh, c- I'd definitely go we'll one random there. day. Yeah. Come yeah. Mine okay. Yeah, that would yeah. be so cute. We can get some nice pictures, but it just looks nice. Like I love outdoory things in London. Uh, yes, and London is just and like you get good weather in London. I'm sorry, yeah. you guys. Like even I'm sorry when I when I was skating, yeah, and I managed to skate all the way through to December. Mm. Once a week, literally same time every Wednesday, I managed to get outside and skate every single week all the way through to December. Oh my God. Like literally, like no rain. I managed yeah. to get out 10 a.m., skate for an hour and get back in before it That's might so drizzle a little bit. I'm sorry, London gets good weather, even in the winter. <laughs> like, mm. It's good weather. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, are there any any things that you want to do that you haven't done that are London, London things? I'm yeah, or to, just like restaurants or museums. Um, so my cousin mentioned the other day, just just because I just this is on the top of my head about you know that um, the sky, the sky garden, not sky garden. Been there. Um, I mean, you know that dining experience, London in the sky, London in the sky. I, That's near yeah. me. Is it? I feel like I don't feel like I want to do it, but it looks interesting. <laughs> yeah. So anyone who doesn't know, it's like a restaurant where you're literally in the sky, type it in on Instagram, London in the sky. And you can just, you can go for just drinks and just sit there. And I think it's probably like about an hour experience and you can just mm. view the whole of London. And, you, and you're just in a lot of London. 
floating. Yeah, and you're in a harness just, and there's a chef up there cooking and you're all sitting in chairs. Like there's, it's only a small table. Well, it's actually quite Mm. a big table. It's like the Last Supper kind of vibes, like long table. Oh my God, yes. But it's not as deadly as the Last Supper. It's not like a dangerous (laughs) experience. It's it's actually meant to be fun. The Last Supper wasn't a deadly experience. Just people just betraying yeah true just betrayal here and there and but yeah like it's meant to be fun i don't know anyone who's done it but whenever i speak to people they're either like oh i really want to do that or like oh no i I really don't want to do that yeah i feel like i don't i don't feel like i want to do it i feel like it's going to be for me so in my opinion i feel like it would be one of those things that's just a bit of a gimmick and once you're up there you're up there and you're just like okay this this was cool for five minutes yeah, now, now I need I'm the toilet. Just, I'm just eating my dinner up here for what? Mm. Why am I just? I'm just eating dinner up here for what reason? I can't take yeah. no photos up here. Like, I do you know want to I mean? do it just because it's experience. an experience. Yeah it's, yeah, it's meant to be an experience. I kind of like walking across the O2. I don't really want to do that, but I just do it for the yeah, experience, was, just yeah. to be like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> I feel like I would like to walk across the OT more than I would like to do the London in the Sky. Um, yeah. Oh, I just had something in my head. The Shards. I haven't been to the Shards. Haven't you? No. I went for the first time this year, actually, and we just went for Ooh. drinks. And it's actually a bit more gimmicky than you'd think, maybe. Like, I, would, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe people assume that it's gimmicky now because like, I all think of the jokes about shard dates depends. and stuff. Yeah, it just depends where you go because it's like if you go to like one of the restaurants that you wanted to go to, I'm sure mm. it would probably be less gimmicky. If you go just so you can have drinks, it might be less gimmicky. Yeah, um, I went for drinks yeah. on like a Friday night, I think it was. And I went with like two of my friends. And while we were there, two people got proposed to. Oh, really? <laughs> and both of them said no. What? Both of the, the girls said they said yes in front of everyone, but no to the guy. Like, and the waitress was coming around telling us. She was like, "Oh my god, you never guess what happened over there." And we were like, "What?" And then she was like, "He said no, the girl said no. Like, she's she's they've only been dating for six months or whatever." And I was the like, fuck? "Oh my god! Why is oh he my god! After six months, some men are just when they're, they're in mad. love, they're in love. Scary. <laughs> that sounds terrifying." <laughs> Coughing season. <laughs> would, you, would you say yes if someone proposed to you after six months? You know, I, I have could. They, have they even met? You think you could? Yeah, I could. I, I, no, don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. I feel like, do you have you even met my parents after six months? Oh yeah, true. <laughs> like, do you actually know what I do for a living? Like, do you know do anything you, about me? Do you know my parents' names? Do you know how many mm. cousins I have? I have many. Mm. Do you <laughs> like, know my middle name? <laughs> literally. I feel like after six months, there's no way you've met everyone in my family. No way. No, hell no. Especially if they don't live in the UK. It's like, you're probably not going to meet these after 10 years. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to take some time. <laughs> literally. Ooh. But yeah, like the shard generally, cocktails are good. Okay. They're nice. And... But that's- um, good enough it's very Essexy just like how a lot of London now my Essex yeah. crew the everyone Essex is everywhere like I but think I guess, because of I think that says something not, though the, the Essex what, that lot is the place to be no that the Essex lot, lot they have money because they're living in Essex saving it yeah they do but people from Essex generally, like people I went to school with have a lot of money because all their dads are builders and they've built all their houses. Like it's very mm-hmm. like the dad is a labourer, the mum 
um, is maybe like a admin or secretary or something. And they've built this like wealth. And yeah. people, there's a lot of people like that that I went to school with, like the, the rich girls with all the like the Paul's Boutique bags and um, mm. th- those kind of vibes when we were at school. They all had money because their parents had their own like little businesses not little businesses but like they they were builders and plumbers and everything else so people from Essex yeah. actually do have quite a bit of money it's just because mm. people are quite tacky like yeah. <laughs> generally it doesn't <laughs> seem like it but it they, they have money to be going to brunches all the time like the girls from like my school and people that I know and grew up with they're always out for brunch well, like if it's brunch in thing, Essex though. or brunch in London like I think the real key and the real like the real way to have money is to not actually be living in London. If you live, I feel like everyone who yeah. lives on the outskirts of London, they have money. Yeah. And then it's pe- true. everyone who lives in London, and especially when they, you know, like the ones who are saying, oh, you live far, you live far. They're the ones who have less money because mm. they live, they're living in the thick of it. Yeah, it's true. I feel like, like for instance, I don't want to delve in and talk about me too much, but my parents, they like, my dad grew up in London. My mum grew up in Essex. And then um, when they had me, I was born in East London. But then when mm-hmm. I was like two, they moved us out to Essex because they were like, oh, we want better education and just like a mm-hmm. safer environment. And the houses are cheaper out there. You get more value for money. So mm-hmm. they moved me to Essex. And a lot of other people had a similar idea. Maybe yeah. not as as pure intentions as my parents because a lot of the white people that are from East London they were like oh all the immigrants are in East London let's move out to Essex so they all moved out to Essex so a lot of people (laughs) got like similar ideas and then from there everyone out there has like nice size houses like more than one bathroom Mm. in the house and they have their own properties and stuff yeah and I feel like the people that are in London right now a lot of people yeah your parents might own own their property but then a lot of people they don't um, yeah. So people like it's going to be hard for a lot of young people who grew up in London to then afford a property in London because you're living the London life. Like everything is expensive here. Like yeah. you go to the shop and like a can it's of expensive. Coke is expensive. Like a, a like bunch of bananas is more expensive than what they are like outside mm-hmm. of London. So for, like you- yeah, for people that grew up here, is it's yeah. Like you, you will literally have to go and move out and start a life elsewhere if you want to buy a property and mm-hmm. you're on like a normal wage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm circling back to when we spoke about, you know, like staying in your borough. Mm. Do you think that is like um, kind of like, you know, like similar to the Hunger Games where they're not allowed <laughs> outside their districts? <laughs> Do you feel like it's like a similar kind of ideology? Like like how, you know, people don't want to go south of the river. Well, I don't know. It depends who you are. Because then there's those postcode wars, in it? With like men and boys. Yeah. Or and like even some girls. across the whole UK, though, postcode wars. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess... I know because London people are so into ah oh, this person from South, this person from East, blah 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 blah, and it's like I don't, yeah, I, the jokes are actually quite funny, but I I wouldn't know. Like I feel like South London guys, there's a mm. specific thing about them that I can tell that someone is from South London now that I've lived yes. here for a little while. I can tell, yes. but other yes. than that, I don't really like I don't really have like a radar, and I I, I wouldn't know. Like maybe people here are like, oh, you avoid people from this borough or this borough or this borough. But I, I still <laughs> no, but don't really know. 
I think like not even necessarily avoiding people from certain boroughs, but kind of like just like just the whole mentality of, oh, I'm not traveling that far. I'm not traveling to north when I'm from south. Mm-hmm. I'm not traveling to west when I'm from east. You know, just like that, that kind of mentality. Do you feel like um, they purposely make it seem like it's so, or even like, even to be honest, the way the tube lines work, they make it very hard to actually get around London. Like you, every everything yeah. goes into central, but they make it yeah. hard to get around to other parts of London. Um, Especially and- South London. You can't even get from one side of South London to the other side with an yeah. easy connection. You've got to get like, go to Waterloo and get one of the like overground trains to like Vauxhall yeah. or wherever like, else, uh, Croydon. Do you like, do you think that like, cause that, that mentality is kind of spurred on by how the tube lines are a bit segregating and they don't let you visit different areas. <laughs> so you blame TFL, TFL yeah. causing but no, but it's like, segregation. But it's, it's even just how, how they've designed TFL, how they designed the lines. Like why why is it so hard to go from one one place in South London to another place in South London? Why is it just like a mission to get to Croydon? But mm. Croydon is Croydon even in London? Because I'm sorry, I was driving Hardly. to where was I driving to? I was driving to somewhere, and I passed Thorpe Park, and then Croydon was there, and I was like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I thought Thorpe Park was near Reading. Like I thought Thorpe Park was like yeah. Slough, is it? Yeah, but Croydon it is. is like near was, near Gatwick. Literally, yeah, but like I started to see signs to Croydon. I was like, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm confused. <laughs> Croydon is this far away? Um, yeah. Was, oh, I was going to Eastbourne. I was yeah. So oh, I was driving nice. south. I was going to Eastbourne, yeah. and then I was like, I was driving for a good hour, and then I was seeing signs to Croydon. <laughs> Yeah, Croydon is just so far out. But I heard one of my friends or a couple of my friends are quite obsessed with tubes for some reason. Mm -hmm. Like people just love the TFL. There's some people that just love the TFL. I get it. Apparently, even like the the, how the tube map is designed. Like we had to learn about that. Like in my graphics exam, like we had to know who who designed the tube maps. Yeah, because um, it's like a really iconic design, and every and other cities followed this design yeah that's this exactly what i was style. gonna say i was gonna say oh, like sorry we were kind of the <laughs> guinea pig <laughs> we were the guinea pig for most of europe because like you look at the tube map and it's just like spaghetti on a plate like yeah. nothing makes sense but other countries they've got it like so everything yeah, is in a line and yeah it yeah. looks neater whereas us it's like zigzags everywhere because yeah. we were the guinea pigs so and the tube maps yeah, aren't that even makes- in the way the tube maps are drawn aren't even re- in relation to actually geography. <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. Because um, it yeah. goes like from one side of the river to the other, then like up up north, then back down. Like me, a lot of it is a bit confusing. I'm sure it was like Robert or Richard something um, hmm. who designed the tube maps. Who designed... Well, good, good job. Tube I appreciate him. But... Um, <laughs> but yeah like it's like a, I, iconic the designer is iconic basically do you mean like um, he designed the actual map hey, or he Harry designed Beck. like the furniture huh no as in he designed the actual map so the way the map is oh. laid out um harry beck i thought it was richard harry. but harry is pretty close <laughs> yeah similar um, <laughs> yeah and he he designed the map as in like 
for it to kind of have it in a line, having the stations, showing the principal stations and how they how the different lines interconnect with the other ones. That's really cool. Basically. But yeah, I had to I'd love to have that. that job. Would you? It's a graphic designer. Oh, is it graphics? Interesting. Yeah, like it's a uh, nineteen thirty three when it was designed. Because oh like, you know when you when you get like posters of the tube maps and stuff like that, it's because the design is actually an iconic design. Oh my god. Yeah, people yeah. are obsessed, like you get bed sheets, curtains, yeah. rugs. Yeah, and even like the underground signs mm. as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. The Beck's revolutionary design with certain modifications and additions survives to the present day and is set to serve London Underground and its millions of customers for many years to come. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Harry. Um, so that. he said, okay, it says, um, now recognized across the world, the tube map was originally the brainchild of underground electro- electrical draughtsman, draftsman Harry Beck, who produces imaginative and beautiful and beautifully simple design back in 1930, 1933. Rather mm. than emphasizing distance and geography and geographical accuracy <laughs> like other maps, Beck based his on the circuit diagrams he drew for his day job, stripping the sprawling tube network down to a neat diagram of colored crisscrossing lines. Beck's map was initially rejected by the public by the publicity department because it was considered too radical, but a successful trial print run showed that it was just what the public wanted. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Oh, we just and, love education. Like, and that's look, why guys, it's a template, you didn't know that yeah. before. Um, yeah <laughs> anyway you found out here and well obviously mm. as well me me having my background in design <laughs> yeah but education's free look at us look at us providing Amazing. all the knowledge but yeah that is interesting though because i'm i reckon mm. they must have had tube maps that were like you know like map maps mm. yeah and it's yeah. like why would we even need to look at a map map even like when you think of google maps and apple maps and stuff like that like why would you need to be looking at a squiggly line on a map. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When yeah. It's, it's not going to look like that when we're standing in it. That's just the bird's eye view. You know, something I found out the other day as well, if anyone mm-hmm. is like also like a bit of a history nerd, if you go outside um, Tower Bridge in London, mm-hmm. like Tower Hill Station, there's an abandoned station. And oh, really? it used to be a tube station. Yeah, I, I'll Ooh. probably try and share the link somewhere. But um, it's an abandoned tube station and uh, there's there's a history behind why it was abandoned and it was opened and then shut down. They tried to open it again, like in in the last like 30 years or something, but it didn't work. I just Mm. find stuff like that so cool. It's that, and now they've created it, they've made it into some random building, but the name of the station is still there, like with the same font as the other stations. It's just like Mm. sitting there near the Tower of London. It's really cool. It's like, that is interesting. I like stuff like that. not here anymore. I like, I like old stations as well. Kind of like, you know, like how, um, like Baker Street. It's so old. Baker Street. Baker Street is the oldest tube line. I'm not surprised because it's literally like, it looks old. Yeah. It's giving old vibe. It takes ages to work it out. The what line? <laughs> the poo line. Because it's brown. Because <laughs> it's brown. <laughs> and it's so the old. The poo line. And it's like rickety. When you're in there, you yeah. feel like you're in like on a roller coaster or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to... I was going to say something else. I was going to say something else. I've forgotten. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, like when you go to like with like the stations in Birmingham, you've got New Street, but then there's more then there's more street. And Moore Street is mm. like an older station. And then even when you go to like kind of Stafford Station, Stafford um, Railway Station and stuff like that. And like um, Nuneaton, I think as well, is quite is mm. quite old. And um, and they all have like the similar kind of characteristics and stuff. I like looking yeah. at stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> like, Same. Yeah, We've literally just spent like 10 minutes talking about trains. So. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Oh, gosh. Losers. Um <laughs> Yeah. I think I've got um, a question because we were talking about this the other day okay. a little bit and I thought it'd be good to talk about on the podcast. So have you ever been called intimidating by a guy or by friends oh. or by family or by anyone? Oh gosh, here we go. Um, and what's their reasoning a, as well? Like why, why do they think you're intimidating? Bring up. So I have been called intimidating mm. um, quite a few times. Like I've been called it by kind of like um, I've been it's more kind of been hinted at by like mm. men Um, my therapist asked me if um, if like oh don't you think that's intimidating and stuff like that before <laughs> Um, to which I responded like why why would that be intimidating like if people mm. just can't handle that I'm um, can't handle me as a person then they should leave me alone keep it stepping then like yeah. why is that my problem mm-hmm. um but yeah, like I've had, so basically there was a time, I don't even know why I wanted to ask this question, but I asked two guys this a question, just asking, <laughs> oh, what what was your first impression of me when you first oh, met me? Oh no, it's better and not to ask these things. <laughs> both of them said pretty much similar things. And these were like completely different timeframes. And these were guys that I went on a date with. Mm. Um, both of them said pretty much similar things that they thought that, I was stush and that, mm. and they thought that it was going to be a long night. And <gasps> I was just like, a long night. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, but I'm, I'm shy. And, and yeah. they were like, yeah, they were like, yeah, but you could have just smiled a bit more. And it's like, <gasps> yeah, but you could have smiled and maybe I would have <laughs> smiled. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and like one of them as well, I was just a bit disappointed Mm. Because he, he was the same height as me. <laughs> so you know, and guys, I'm five two. Like, but like he said on his profile that he was five four. Oh, he's a liar. Yeah, but like they all add on two inches. Yeah, but what's the <laughs> point? Because you're gonna see them no, in person. That guy I think actually, they can wrap you in with conversation and no, then the conversation's gonna be enough. He did not know his height. He really thought he was five four. He was like and he was telling me that I wasn't five two. Oh my god. <laughs> so he was saying you're five four. He's to make himself feel better. And I'm like, I'm definitely not five four, mate. Freaking I'm sure. Out. Oh my god. Five three at a push, but I'm not five four. Mm. <laughs> oh god. That guy. Um, what and he called you stush? Well, he thought I was gonna be stush, but then when we when we were on the date and like obviously I warmed up a bit and we were chilling, like, yeah, he enjoyed himself. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. just these like preconceptions. It's like excuse me. What, you just created that out of nowhere because yeah. someone's shy. Like, for, like there's no need to create 
something that isn't there like some people are shy some people are introverted and Mm -hmm. it just takes a little while to like crack them and and get to know them and even if you're an extroverted person and you feel like oh this person's really introverted I just feel like people don't I don't know for me I don't really feel intimidated of anyone and that's because I just kind of know in my head oh some people are shy some people just keep themselves to themselves like I don't think anyone is really intimidating because we're all humans at the end of the day like I'm not scared of any of you like I'm not scared of Mm -hmm. anyone really unless you've like murdered like a hundred children or something like I'm not really (laughs) I'm not intimidated but I I don't know I just feel like it's it's a silly thing that a lot of guys say to girls especially I've noticed that black girls get a lot and girls who aren't white get a lot like oh you're so intimidating it's like but But am I like or are you just saying that are you just insecure yeah like I don't know why you're saying that because when when I've had it it's like I I feel like I get it because I I'm quite shy sometimes I keep myself to myself and I keep Mm -hmm. myself like if I'm talking to people in a group I'm talking to the people that I get on with I'm not I'm not always like branching out and being the center of attention like I'm literally just keeping myself to myself and like I don't that's it what I don't understand is is how does the correlation of being intimidating I don't what I don't understand is that like you can like for example with like what you just explained about being introverted Mm. and being shy that can be seen as intimidating but then also being extroverted and outgoing and confident in yourself can also be seen as intimidating like why is it like that like because these are like kind of complete opposite personality types Mm. why is it that both of them are being interpreted as intimidating but like and that's why i question is it actually that they are intimidating or is it that you just aren't securing yourself to actually be able to approach them i think it's that i think it's because the girls are securing themselves so the the confident girls Mm-hmm. they're doing whatever the fuck they want to do and then the, the shy girls they're shy but they're not coming across as pushovers they're shy because they're talking to their friends and they're yeah. doing their own thing and I think they see that as both of these types of girls are secure in themselves <clears throat> and they they see that as kind of that for some reason they they take on the idea that well, because these girls are secure in themselves they must be intimidating. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's something to do with that because there's no reason to assume that people are intimidating when they're not, other than yeah. that you feel inferior or insecure or like something bad about yourselves. Mm-hmm. Like as a man, I don't really know. I find it really, it's just a weird one. I find it really strange. It's like you don't need to go around telling people that they're intimidating when they're not. It's not like yeah. they've just like slapped your nan in the face and like yeah. kicked you or anything. Like they're literally just girls who mm-hmm. who just know themselves yeah and maybe they they're used to dating girls who are quite vulnerable quite um timid yeah. and like and really don't really stand up shell. for themselves yeah so they see they see girls that are opposite from that and they see that as intimidating maybe mm-hmm. well they're not around women that 
that's not around mind or women yeah. that know themselves yeah exactly i think that is the case because and i just to be honest i really can't stand this word intimidating i feel like the word intimidating is can only be placed upon someone because of someone's um misconception or like someone's projection yeah, yeah or someone's preconception of someone else and i feel like and as well it's such a negative term um, so I just really can't stand the word intimidating. I just feel like it's disrespectful and it's rude. And it's like, have you even got to know that person to why you feel intimidated by them? Because it also sounds like, because yeah. the negative co- connotation of of the word intimidating, it also means like, there's something about you personally, which makes me want to be standoffish. You're, and yeah. it's because of you, you're the reason that, I can't be my full self. That's kind of what the term intimidating basically means. And it's just yeah, a like bit I'm restricting rude. you somehow or yeah. I'm making you uncomfortable somehow by yeah. existing. Like, yeah, and exactly. I just looked at the definition. It's intimidating means having a frightening over, over, uh, what the fuck is this word? Over, over arring or threatening. Nah, it's over then. A W I N G overawing, overawing, awing, overawing, yeah, overawing, or threatening effects. It's like, excuse me, I'm not threatening. I'm not overawing. What whatever the fuck mean. that means. So I'm why, not why is this term being used? Why am I frightening for women a lot of the time? Yeah, I'd never say a man's intimidating. Really, like I, I mean, I, don't I feel would like, if they were I mean, threatening. Yeah, that's what I mean. If they were threatening, if they were coming into my personal space, then I'd be then intimidated. I'd be like, I'm intimidated. I think they try and use it as a compliment, though. But it's not a compliment. Mm. Like the word endearing is a compliment. Yeah, or Which even could just be call used me in gorgeous. Similar. Call me beautiful. Or just say, I love your confidence. Pretty. Yeah. Or like, I love how you know yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I love how secure you are. Yeah. You're, you're intimidating, lol. You're intimidating, but that is not shy a compliment. face. Intimidating, I don't, I don't know where intimidating has ever been a compliment. I don't think it's a compliment at all. But um, yeah. No, I don't. It's kind of sad. It is very sad. No. And I, I don't feel like people should be intimidated of people either. Like, even yeah. like wherever you are, even in the workplace or whatever, because at the end of the day, we are all humans and as yeah. i was saying earlier we will all end up in the grave someday we're all like we're all oh. the same and there's sorry to be depressing <laughs> but we we are all the same and there's yeah. no reason to for you to be someone and fear them or yeah yeah be intimidated and like don't be intimidated by anyone you've gone and put on someone else yeah and also when people say that girls are stush it's like are they really because yeah. when I speak to girls, like even if they're the type of girl that has like the resting bitch face, most girls are nice. Most girls are like once you get chatting, it's easy to chat mm-hmm. to them. Like there, there's Literally. not that many people that are I actually about- stush. You just need to give people the time of day yeah. if you really want to get to know them. Literally, don't even get me started on the resting bitch face stuff because it's just <laughs> like, this is just my face and it's not everyday smile. Why are you telling me like, mm. and that's another thing. Don't tell me to smile when I'm having a good day. I'm having a nice time. Why are you telling me to smile? Yeah. Like, say, say something funny, then I'll smile. I haven't had that in a while, you know. The oh, I had smile, that yesterday. Smile, darling. Smile. <laughs> Did you? What, yeah. from a stranger? No, from the date. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thought I was intimidating. Mm. <laughs> it's... 
Are you seeing him later? Is that the same guy? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll ask him if I'm intimidating. Mm. And then send him the link to this. And be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, wait, when it comes out, yeah. If I remember. Mm. <laughs> if I remember yeah. what happened this episode. <laughs> Well, Aww. if I'm even see- still seeing him, you know, like, um, have you seen? Oh gosh, my friend was sending me TikToks where it says it starts off like, oh yeah, guys, I went on this day and it was just like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I can't. And, and then the next one, then the next one is just like, um, update, guys, he's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, so, yeah. I can't. But then I like to think that that's the reason why you date someone. You date them to work out whether you're compatible. And then yeah. in the end, if you're not compatible and there's things you don't like about them, that's just how it is. You have to part ways. Like that's, you can't it's just- It's true. It's true. It. But, but you like to though, tell your friends and keep your friends in the loop. You don't I like know. to be like, oh, I'm dating someone. And, and I then, find it a safety thing as well. Cause I'll tell you where I'm going. I'll tell some of my friends where I'm going. So you know, if I don't do? come home safely, you know where I was. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah exactly exactly but like because as well I feel because to be honest I tell my mom and I tell my mom like whenever I'm meeting someone and if I'm going out and if I'm going on a date because it's just like yeah I'll just tell her because it's like it's not that big a deal she could know (laughs) you know it's not it's not that deep and it's like and as well especially when I used to live by myself like I'd like to keep my family updated with my, where my whereabouts are, you know? Mm. So, but yeah. Yeah. But like, actually, actually, no, I was going to, I was going to just add on to what you were saying about um, dating to get to know someone. But I feel like it's so frustrating when you have those first dates and when you first meet someone and you decide, oh, this is, this potentially could be moving somewhere well. And then, and then you just randomly just get fucked over and it's just like, hold on. I did not see this going left. Like even with um, my last, um, like, you know, with recent events from the last Mm. guy I was dating, how many months ago and then them trying to come back into my life yeah um asking for discount and oh. it's just like hold on but we didn't end on good terms mate like what we we haven't been speaking at all mm. and they just have the audacity to come back and it and it is just like literally from that it's like you're an actual dickhead like i like yeah at, at first we didn't end on bad, yeah and as well it's like we didn't end on bad terms at first but now we're on really bad terms because why are you being an asshole? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's like boundaries. Hang on, like I'm not your friend to be coming and asking for discounts on clothes Literally, and just, shoes. Just because it's your birthday. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like you you want a discount. And like, I'm sorry, my discount is worth a birthday present because it's a lot of money that mm. you're getting off these mm. things. Um, so my discount, I'm sorry, like people would pay for my discount so who do you think you are just thinking that you can come back into my life when we did not end on good terms um you're not respecting my boundaries you haven't apologized and you want to come asking for a discount because mm. it's your birthday look i don't give a shit mm. that it's your birthday mate like i'm yeah. purposely gonna be like no you can't have no discount you know what and i could have been worse you know i could have said to him oh yeah sure send me the money for your for your things and just locked him <laughs> off I could have done that and just kept the money. I would have been able to buy my dress for 380 pounds. 
But no, um, <laughs> I believe in karma. Um, I'm petty. I could have just stolen from him. <laughs> I'm petty, but I am not a thief. And yeah. I am not, what's it called? Those people who steal money from people, frauds, a fraud Fraud, star. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not me. Mm, so, mm. No. That is so funny. <laughs> I could have stolen. I could have done. I could have done. But instead I just said, I'm not giving you my discount. That's all I said. Yeah. But I could have just taken the money. Mm. Yeah. Don't do that, guys. I'm not that don't, pit- I'm not don't that be a thief. Yeah, don't be a thief. Be like me, don't be a thief. Mm. <laughs> I'm um I've got a date on Sunday. I can't oh. remember if I've told you. I've got a date on Sunday. Yeah. And I've got a few things in my life right now that are like giving like rom com vibes. Oh cute. Oh, I <laughs> like, feel like I feel you know like it's, it's, it's like, summer, isn't it? It's the summer that brings yeah, it out. It's, it, it's the summer thing. Like it's like people are coming into my life and then they know me and then they're asking me out. I'm like, oh my God, it's not just like a dating that's app situation. Oh, it's cute. like people are approaching me in I-R-L. person. I'm like, oh my God. We've got yeah. an IRL situation. Love that. This is so rare. This is oh so rare. God. And I've got another one that could potentially be a thing. But Oh, love it. Hmm, I'll see. Keep your I'll options see, open. But Keep your options open. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay, I'm just going to mention this now anyway. Like, mm. so the dates I've been on... Like so, spont- basically, I'm meant to be going on a date on Saturday with the same person. Mm. So why why did we meet Thursday? We meet in Friday <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's a bit like you're not keeping your options open. All of your eggs are in no, his basket. But I I meant to be going on a date with someone else on Sunday, but they haven't messaged mm. me to confirm any time or place, or to even have much of a conversation with me. So mm. that's not my business. Yeah, you can't but, force it. But if this if this guy wants to make himself available all these times and trying to uh, like you know trying to lock me off, like that's well, uh, obviously he's smart, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. Interesting. And this is a situation where I'd be like, look, life is too short. Things can go- come and go so quickly. So exactly. make the most of it. Might as well see enjoy him it. as much as you want. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is where my logics go out the window. I'm the, like, go on, follow past- your heart. <laughs> the thing is, though, it's like the past of a week, it's like, okay, I could just sit here on Friday and not do anything, or I can sit with someone who wants to spend time with me. Literally. You know? So mm. it's like, why not? Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm spending my Friday night on my own. I mean, you spent it with me to- as well. Yeah, with you. Yeah, because we're recording on a Friday this time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it would be nice to have someone to just flirt with. But yeah, but you've got your IRL, IRL babes. Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. And he wanted to go on a work from home walk the other day. I work was from like, home oh. walk. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, maybe. <laughs> I was in the office though, so I was like, maybe another time. <laughs> uh, maybe when I'm working from home. <laughs> yeah maybe when I'm actually at home it might work but yeah oh yeah actually that's not, we need to wrap up this episode but quickly because I, um, I mentioned um, work from home dates to Diana yeah, last week because yeah. <laughs> oh, apparently work those from home are a thing um, mm. people are asking like let's let's work from home together 
Like, honestly, I'd love to work from home with someone, like, bring the snacks, let's I make breakfast. I would like it if let's it's ch- like, um, I would like it after I've met them and I've been on a couple of dates and I know them a yeah, bit. Yeah, not a first date, not not a first, <laughs> like, not in the first five dates do I want to be working from home with you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Like, doing up um, husband and wife wife vibes like like making me coffee in the morning (laughs) yeah is this love island (laughs) Uh, maybe maybe it's love island (laughs) but yeah anyway let's wrap it up why why are you injecting this week i'm sorry if this is really toxic but um it's okay we we love the toxic life is really short life is so 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 short so just right now this is what I just did a tarot reading before and my tarot card said something that I've ha- I keep getting this card and it's like, mm-hmm. why am I getting this card all the time? And let me read it out. It's by Kalechi. Oh, affirmation seasonings card. for the soul. Yeah, affirmation card. So um, this moment is the most important moment. Is this how you want to use it? So it's essentially saying like this moment that you're living in right now mm-hmm. is the only moment to exist like this is yeah. the only reality right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So are you living how you want to be living? Are you do are you doing the things that you actually want to do mm-hmm. uh, be doing? And you you might not be on holiday traveling, doing whatever. You might not be in like your dream house or whatever, but are you doing things that are actually bringing you joy and bringing yeah. you happiness? Do you, how do you feel right now? And it's just, yeah. Are you doing what you want to be doing right now? And if you're not, then try and change something yeah or just start putting in the work where you will be doing the things that you want to be enjoying yeah, and doing exactly exactly that's what i'm doing in terms of mm. doing, long <laughs> um yeah oh my god what about you? sorry before i got onto my um my positive vibe because um Oh, I want another Telfar bag and they just released one I want one what colour? the perfect colour it's like a sage green it's called glue Ooh. oh it's it's dropped today do you want me to send it to you? yeah well, I don't even have the money right now I, I need to create a pot to save towards yeah. one yeah save but towards one sage but, green that sounds nice I want oh, an olive green one so nice. when oh, you want the olive green. Again. when, when the, the olive yeah. drops again I, I will send it over to you but um, yes please literally this colour is like the perfect colour for me it's like my perfect favourite colour and, and and I want it but um, like this is the thing this is why I'm trying to make changes just so I'll be able to just buy things that I want when I want to buy them straight away Mm. And I don't yeah, have to but think it's a lot of it. money in it. How much is a Telfer bag? Well, like it's it's okay. It's an okay price. Yeah, they're good for okay. designer bags. Yeah, but just generally, how many people can drop like a few hundred on a bag yeah. every day? Because I would say it's probably it's like because to be honest, from what I remember, I think when I bought my sisters, I'm sure I paid like 213 pounds. That's for everything, including shipping mm. as well. So um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of like around the price like they're listed at like 160 but then the shipping mm. is like 40 pounds um yeah okay. is those, that for a little the, one or for a big for one for the small one for the small one mm, okay i want a big one you want a big one and i don't oh, know get whether the, i'd use it for medium work. size because actually the medium size is quite big okay that's yeah. good to know because my my mum would got i wear the, it to work what do you think the medium size you can take to work you'll be able to fit your laptop in 
Mm. Like, because I want to be that girl that walks yeah. in with my bag, and then the people who know know, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, she's got a bag." I, so like, yes, I've bitch, been going to work friends. with mine. <laughs> I've been going into work with mine, and um, everyone's been mentioning it. Even like the the uh, one of, one of my colleagues, like he's like he's an he's an older. Um, a gentleman and he he was there saying he was just like he asked me um yesterday like oh did you like Beyonce's reference to Telfar because <laughs> like, <laughs> he listens he listens to so much music and yeah. stuff then it's like oh did you like the Telfar reference in Beyonce's song I was like actually I was I was literally just talking to my friend about that I was just <laughs> listening to it um but yeah like and he's he pointed out he's like oh I, I like how they like my Telfar or whatever <laughs> Yeah, oh, I love that. I need to get recently. one. I want to be one of the girlies. Yeah. It's like one of them things. I'm. I never came into designer things. But this is a black but owned this, brand. It's like, yeah, it's black owned. They're nice, like, yeah. and they look sturdy, yeah. and they look like they're like. Oh, it's gonna last me a long time. Yes, yes. And I'll be part of the crew. I'll be part yeah. of the gang. Like, I, I just, just want love, a cute bag. I just love as well that like they're a black owned queer brand as mm. well. And Are um, they? and they're vegan. Yeah, like when you look at their Instagram, like they're very, yeah. they're very like ballroom, very like you know so true um, yeah when you look at their instagram and what i love as well with because with beyonce's new album sorry guys off on a tangent but with beyonce's new <laughs> album like um renaissance her album is very kind of like ballroom you know like you get that vibe from a lot yeah. of the songs and i just that's love coming back isn't it yeah and i just love the telfer reference in the sense of because I, obviously beyonce has such a large queer queer trans mm. queer and trans um and lgbtq plus um following mm. and i just love that she's actually kind of bringing that into her music and even and yeah. like songs that will just slot right into the ballroom scene do you know mm. what i mean and even with like the mention of telfar a black owned brand that is like that is so queer as well because when you look at their mm. instagram you know it's you know that like all of their instagram is very kind of is very like ballroom scene as well um mm-hmm. yeah i just that's yeah. just that's just what i i just that's why i just love that name drop there yeah and with yeah. this with and the song that it was brand yeah yeah like when when a brand represents things that i like i'm like oh exactly like this i need to get involved like i need to put my money towards something like this like yeah. it needs to happen soon if anyone wants to buy me one then go Literally, ahead go, go ahead if anyone wants address. to buy me this this one it's called glue it came out today, so you better get on it, please. Mm, I'd love an olive one. So my keep your notifications on for my the olive drop. My birthday's coming one month time. This is the mm. one that I want. Or some um, uh, YSL shoes to match my YSL bag. Please, thank you. Mm. Somebody's son, please, thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> um, what am I injecting this week? Actually, my mm. injection is going to be injection. <laughs> My injection is going to be on similar vibes from all the stuff that we just spoke on, and it's going to be like, mm. you know what, guys, keep going. If there's things, if there's things that you like, sorry, Diana, like just if there's something that you like, mm. go out and get it. So yeah, start your start your pot for your telfer bag. Start it. Yeah, and look, I, I can you add to it. Me. I can add to your telfer pot. I'm happy. Yeah, you can. I'm happy to mm. contribute. You know, birthday just come. Christmas, you know, is coming. Let me add to your telfer pot. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> I would love anyone to. Yeah. Anyone, drop me some cash. So, drop me a fiver. Literally. Like, I'll drop you like £30 on next payday. <laughs> Don't make me blush. 
Yeah, to add to your Telfa pot, why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah. So like the things that you want, like, know what? If you like it, if you want it, set your eyes on it. And there is a way, there is a way for you to get it. Don't ever mm. feel like you can't achieve, you can't, you don't deserve. Like you, you yeah, guys deserve, yeah. you guys deserve, everybody, all of you guys deserve, especially if you're listening to our podcast now, you deserve, you deserve all the things. It's true. And you've just reminded me as well of, sorry, I don't want to keep banging on, but you know, you posted on your story and I posted it on Injected story as well around um, someone like bankers in the city, basically oh. giving people tips on how to save for a mortgage, how mm. to like survive the cost of living crisis. And they're like, well, if you're, if you've got a Netflix account, if you've got Sky Sports, then, um, and you're, you're scrimping and saving, then you've got a problem, like what blah, 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 know, whatever they said. Sorry to yeah, cut in. What I want to know is, are those very same people cancelling all of their subscriptions? No, because you can't build wealth by cancelling your random <laughs> five pound subscriptions. You can't save for a mortgage by, like, by cancelling your Netflix I'm not, subscription. I'm not going to survive... I'm not going to yeah exactly I'm not going to be able to save for my deposit for a house by cancelling my Spotify honestly (laughs) and my Spotify is one of the only things that brings me joy (laughs) on a Friday when new music drops I'm like oh my god I need to I need to tune into Spotify and listen to all of these new songs that I love without the stupid adverts exactly oh you you can't skip you get five skips in however long like I can't deal (laughs) with that shit (laughs) oh gosh I forgot that was even a thing I've had Spotify mm, for literally. quite some time. Me too. As soon as I started getting paid for my first part-time job, Spotify was the first thing, so premium that I paid for. I got it. <laughs> I got it just because it was one pound when you're a student. Yeah, when you're a student, it's cheap, isn't it? So like, so I just, I just did it. And then when I just couldn't pre- carry on renewing my student data on there, I just didn't stop it. Cause it was like, I can't. It's a good tactic. Like I tried to stop it. It went to ads. I couldn't down. I didn't have any playlist download. I went on the underground, had no music. I was like, never again. <laughs> Let me spot Spotify. I'm paying. When you're on a plane and you're like, shit, Literally, none of my playlists are I'm downloaded. I'm sorry. I was like, it's worth that $9.99 down. Like, yeah, I'll pay for it. Yeah, it's worth it. Literally. It's just honestly worth it. For me it, to get so. on the tube and listen to my, carry on listening to my playlist, worth it every minute. Mm. <laughs> and honestly, like, if people are saying, oh, you, if you really want a mortgage, if you really want want to, you know, make make the most of, well, not make the most, but if you really want to survive cost of living crisis, you've got to give this up, you've got to give that up. You know, How? try it, like, honestly, if, if you know something will bring you a bit of joy and you've been thinking about it for a while, like for me, I've been thinking of having a Telfer bag for a while yeah. and it's not just one of those random spontaneous, like, oh, I want this because it's popular. It's like, no, I actually do want and one. And it will bring you so joy. after a few months of sitting on it, yeah, like I'm thinking this bag will bring me joy. Yeah. It will bring me happiness. Yeah. So let me create a savings pot. Legit. And, you know, if, if I can't put as much towards my mortgage or something else, it's like, oh, I can do that another time. Yeah. I can, honestly, I'm in no rush. Legit, legit. And I just feel like these people are just so out of touch. And I think it's very rude because in a cost of living crisis, what can people do? People can only stay in their houses because they can't afford to go out. So now you want everyone to cancel their $13.99 Netflix, which is the only thing that they can do in their house. <laughs> what am I meant to watch? I mean, that's cheaper than them going outside. So what are they meant to mm. do? What are they meant to watch? BBC? But everyone needs to cancel their um, TV license, though, right? So how are they? How are people <laughs> b- watching BBC when they when they have to pay um, twelve ninety nine for a TV license? 
Mm. Like that's the thing. Why don't can we just cancel our TV licenses, please? Is this such yeah, a scam? I'd love it's the to. Biggest scam. I actually don't have a TV license. I don't think. Uh, no, I'm not paying for it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one because I don't watch TV. Look I watch YouTube. And YouTube is free YouTube if you want free. free good content. But yeah. some YouTube channels that I love. Sorry to keep banging on. It's okay. Navara TV. They provide the news yes. that you want to be seeing. You don't need BBC News. We've got no, Navara. We media. don't need BBC News. We've got Navara and we've got Michael is fit. Michael he is, is so gorgeous. Fit. I'm sorry. <laughs> he like, is gorgeous. This is coming from me who I don't find many men attractive. And he is, he is a beautiful man. Yeah, he is. He's, he's gay yeah. though. So it's like, uh, that's no why chance he's beautiful though. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. why he's so good looking. I feel like the fact that he's gay just makes me even more attracted to him. Like, <laughs> me too. I think I like it better. It's just like, I like yeah. that he's gay. If he's straight, I don't think I would be as attracted to him. <laughs> I but, would. I still would. I would. But I think I would. I feel like because he's gay, I'm, I'm more attracted to him. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean yeah. but yeah that, that's a, a perfect news channel honestly if you're a bit left wing and you like hearing they're not it's just facts they just speak yeah. facts and it's not it's not all like left leaning they don't like a lot of the things that Labour are doing a lot yeah. of them said they're not even voting Labour because Labour you know are which is great a bit of a mess at the moment they're, they're conservatives they're Tories in, sh- in red clothing mm, yeah exactly so yeah it's a good news channel but yeah that was a separate point like if you're struggling and you you want to keep up with the news but Uh, yeah you you can't and you're not paying your tv license so we can't watch the bbc um yeah Mm. novara media it's a good Mm -hmm. one but yeah anyway guys thank you guys guys. for listening this week (laughs) we hope that you enjoyed this episode you can find us at injected underscore pod on instagram and on twitter um yeah, I'm just gonna say those those ones. I don't know what we what we will have out on YouTube. I don't know what we'll yeah. Just find mm. us there. Um, and make sure you <laughs> give us a five star rating on in on not on Instagram, on Spotify and on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. And yeah, you can find me at A L X N D R underscore N I C on Instagram. And you can find me at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b underscore on instagram go and drop us a follow we're hoping to be posting more um promo on our instagram soon (laughs) it's just you know you don't realize how long it takes and now that there's a backlog oh god i might cry but it it will it will be posted and it will be there looking cute with our little emoji bitmojis yeah 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 they're gonna appear again they're gonna come again Mm. um but anyway thank you guys for listening and we will catch you next week bye